Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to Get Wisdom. I'm Brian, co-founder and of Get Wisdom Project, along with Carl, who is the director and also a co-founder of the project. We're going to be talking about uh, healing today, the importance of healing, uh, trying to understand the needs for healing and deep healing. Um, we've got a number of things to get into, so we're not going to waste any time. Let's get going, Carl. All right. Thanks, Brian. This is Carl speaking, and I welcome everyone to this adventure. This is an awakening. This is a historic moment in actuality to be able to converse directly with the Almighty. This is something people have yearned to have personally all through history. And this is the major dilemma of humanity, that we're disconnected. So I'm a channeler. And I can go into a state of consciousness and enter this intuitive gateway we all have and reach out to the Almighty and and Creator will answer me. This is a gift. It is divinely sanctioned for high purpose. And that is why it's happening. But if you think about this, it's not such a crazy idea. All through time, the scriptures have commented that God is within, within each person. And I know this to be true, and Creator has reinforced this as well. God is already inside you. So the fact you may not hear from the Almighty doesn't mean it's not present and listening to you and interacting with your life. The more you ask it to happen, the more it will. So it's not such a huge reach to think if if the Almighty is hanging around with you all day long, all day, every day, that if you had a way to pick up the messages a little more clearly, it would come through. So that is what I am doing. So we want to talk about healing because it's quite important. And one of the things that really brings this home is we asked along the way in our journey and many questions of Creator to have an update of the Ten Commandments. This is one of the big Uh, sticking points for non-believers. They look at the Ten Commandments and they're a little odd in the makeup and and, uh, a little uneven and they, they don't relate as well to modern life as they did way, way back when, when they first came on the scene. So I posed this question to Creator and Creator is, I'm going to read Creator's answer to the question for you. Source Creator, you promised us previously you could give us a list of 10 divine principles for living as a kind of updating of the Ten Commandments. Will you please do that for us now? And this is what Creator answered. Indeed, it is our great pleasure to do so. This is very much in keeping with your desire to promote all your hard work in probing the meaning of things and to understand the workings in order to help others with healing needs in particular, but also with seeing the true meaning of life and the consequences of all that might be happening and has led you to many knowings about the risks and ways in which humanity is being threatened. Nothing could be a greater value than having such a warning. 
In a sense, the request for the divine principles is equally valuable because the updating of the divine message compared to the ancient scriptures is a divinely guided and divinely inspired and divinely intended addition to human knowledge and awareness. It is high time there were advancements in understanding and appreciation of the divine and its reach and its desire for humanity to be expressed in the highest and best way. This is to the advantage of all to be in divine alignment. Profound stuff. You know, it's interesting in our earlier conversations about this, we actually came up with the use of the word principles. It wasn't something that Creator gave to us. We, we, you asked Creator, you know, for the ten divine principles. We could have asked for the ten divine suggestions, but that's not quite as uh, compelling for people. But we, but the Ten Commandments is a different thing because we've learned that God, Creator, doesn't command. You know, yes. we are here. We're in charge down here. We're able to make our lives as we will. And creator is not going to pass judgment. There's consequences to our actions, but there's that's not a form of judgment. It's a it's a response of of law based on energetics. Yes, um, yeah. But, and I actually asked for ten divine invitations, knowing that about creator, the creator isn't judgmental, isn't commanding and demanding of us. Creator is allowing, and a fully loving energy and a loving being. And that is one of the more remarkable things that's emerging from this new ability to connect. It's changing how one thinks about the whole idea of a loving God out there and also how to get assistance and help. So we talked about prayer last uh, in our last show. And Creator has a lot of new things to say about prayer and how to do it and make things work. And so... In terms of these divine principles, we're bringing it up today because we want to focus on two of these that are especially relevant to the idea of healing. So that's the theme for today is to talk about healing and why it is as important and even more so than most people think. So it turns out that these 10 divine principles, which cover the gamut in how to live your life on a divine path, it leads up to the final two being about healing and the importance of healing. And it's not just because things break and we get in trouble and we suffer and need help with it. There, there are larger meanings behind it as well. And so we want to set that out first in front here. So I'm going to read number nine of these ten principles, the updating of the commandments. Healing and repair is the highest of priorities for the self, as no one else can see to this. It must come from within each person as a desire and a commitment to make the investment to guarantee a happy future. That's certainly, that's certainly not something we find in the Ten Commandments. Um, and it's, it needs a lot more embellishment. I mean, healing and repair... Healing and repair of what? Well, basically, healing and repair of everything that impedes a fulfilling life. You know, so that could be physical healing that could be required, uh, emotional healing, or even things like financial healing. Um, yes, work, absolutely. Employment healing. You know, whatever whatever obstacles are in your way, 
Um, there are steps that need to be taken to understand the true dilemma that's at hand because most people don't. And yeah. then what steps can be taken to actually remedy or repair or enhance the situation? Yeah. Well, you know, it, if you stop the person on the street and do an interview, you might hear they need in-law healing or they may yeah. need, <laughs> they may need some uh, <clears throat> healing with the uh, the boss at work or uh, maybe the authorities <laughs> if they're in a little bit of a fracas. Yes, absolutely. But any, any kind of human difficulty, dilemma, anything that impedes the happiness and fulfillment that somebody wants to experience, well, there's a healing that can possibly take place there. Yeah. And But there's a need to understand, A, the way to go about doing the healing and the reason that it's necessary. Because a lot of people don't know that they have to be active participants in their own healing. Yeah. And, and the, the key thing here is that we're not just talking about aches and pains, the chronic illnesses we know about, but also the deep soul wounds of karma. That principle that what you sow, you will also reap. You know, the karma is the wheel that comes around and goes around and brings back to us the things we launch into the, into the world. And this is the driving force of, of the universe. And so Creator is going to tell us a little more about that. And so I asked Creator to give us a little more background about this divine principle that healing and repair is the highest of priorities for the self. And so I asked creator, most people are still unaware of how many difficulties are undermining them. And many of the rest believe their only option is to soldier on and may even look forward to their passing as a means of escape. And as a healer, I can tell you, I meet many such folks, and they're desperate, and they want out. They, they've had it. They've suffered so long. So back to the question. Can you explain for us why a happy future, quote, depends on their taking action to obtain healing? And here's creator's answer. Healers, more than most people, are acutely aware of the magnitude of disarray experienced by most people within their lives and within their own physical being with the problems energetically they are exhibiting and coping with, with all the emotional discord and stress arising from their life circumstances and not having the means to make changes in a meaningful way for the better. This is the number one dilemma that stands in the way of achieving the balance for implementing all of the divine principles we have discussed thus far. When one is wounded, one cannot keep up with others. There will be a lack. There will be a defect of some kind that shows up, and this will lead to further failings and further limitations that have a consequence and will drag the person down further. This can spiral downward, in fact, and cause a person to go under. The greatest source of ignorance about things being important that are little considered fall under the arena of the role of the divine and its reality, and then the role of karmic consequences for each and every action of the individual. This is what we are addressing here with the divine principles for living, to pay careful attention to the healing needs of the self, because all that has become unbalanced through all of time is still there to be reckoned with. Karma never dissipates, 
It is only marking time, in effect, and we'll revisit the person at some point in the future again and again and again until it is satisfied with a repayment or a rebalancing in some way. You know, I have that exact sentence written down in front of me, Carl. I thought that was one of the most profound statements in the entire ebook, and it's filled with profound statements, profound from start to start to finish. But karma, I think, represents the wounding that we don't even know about. You know, there's so much, so many wounds we carry yes. around with us, and we're not even aware of the contents of our backpack. Yes, yes. This is this is something, and again, we're 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 stressing this over and over. And so is Creator and pointing this out to us. <clears throat> One of the things I know in being able to tap into the divine directly is the reality of the, carna- the reincarnation paradigm that we're a part of. We're not just a newly minted soul when we come down into life. We're actually a continuation of an old soul that was created long, long, long ago and has been many places. And we've had many chapters here. So the average person, now we're talking the average person living today has had 423 lifetimes as a physical human being. And if you think back through history and what we know about it, Things have been worse in older times for the most part. There are periods of relative quiet that come along, but so many wars, so many struggles, so many droughts and famines and natural disasters and clashes among clans and nation states, the wars, the pillaging, all of it. And the ignorance about illness, the ignorance about even infectious diseases uh, has held us back enormously. And so all those events create wounds, create injuries, traumas, not to mention what we've done to one another through all of that in times of less civilization, less law and order, and understanding and following better ways of being and agreeing to it and living in harmony. How often do we have discord? So that's a huge unmet healing need because it never goes away. Karma sees to it. That's interesting because the one thing kind of a wives tale that floats around that we've all heard a gazillion times is time heals all wounds. Guess what? It doesn't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That is a fallacy. It's only that we can let it fade a little from our conscious attention. That does not mean it won't be stewing down there deep inside of us and waiting to be stirred up in the future and come back and bite us in a really, really serious way. And this is what happens again and again. So when I work with people as a, uh, as a healer and look intuitively at their history and what is on record of things that have plagued them in the past, I'll often see there's a continuing threat that they have something going on in the current life that they suffered and struggled with in a prior life and maybe a series of those. And it can be physical illnesses, infirmities, but it can also be life dilemma. It could be a series of marriages that fail 
and now they're in a marriage that's rocky and they're struggling. Or it might be a situation where they had a parent die young and leave them on their own too much. And that happens over and over. And it happened again in the current life. So there's still an unmet need going on there. And to go in and heal that karma is the way out. That is the way to set it right. Basically, phobias probably represent some unmet need for healing. And mm-hmm. we're all, all of us have had phobias. We all know what that's about. So there's plenty of indicators that there's deep healing that's needed for everybody. Yes, absolutely. This is, this is key. This is uh, one of the reasons, of course, that the 10 divine principles for living, which encompass all of life, have two of them devoted to healing. So creator is making clear that healing is an imperative, a necessity to accomplish, to ever have future happiness for any length of time. Absolutely. Carl, we got one minute left. I want to take this opportunity to let people get a hold of these 10 principles themselves. You can get a hold of the 10 principles ebook, Creator Speaks, the 10 Divine Principles for Living, at getwisdom.com slash 10, T-E-N. That's getwisdom.com slash 10. You will be asked to sign up for our participant membership, which is totally free, always free. Uh, and there's plenty of benefits be with that uh, membership to check out the site and check out many other things that we have to offer. But please get this book, uh, the, yeah. t- the 10 Divine Principles for Living, Creator Speaks, at getwisdom.com slash 10-T-E-N. We'll be back shortly after this break. Thanks. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Our life takes a series of unexpected detours as we move along our journey. We can choose to accept these detours as something negative, or we can choose to create a learning experience where we can turn a tragedy or unexpected turn in life into something that can help others. To learn more, tune in to Embrace the Unexpected with host Bernadette Butler. In the program, you'll learn how she and others were able to turn setbacks into positives. Listen live Fridays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Get Wisdom. I'm Brian. I'm with Carl. We got a lot to cover, so we're going to get right at it. Carl's going to cover the number 10 of the 10 divine principles. Take it away, Carl. Yes, thanks, Brian. And you know, I was just sitting here thinking how back in the day when Moses came down from the mountain with the tablets with the Ten Commandments, uh, it caused quite a stir and lives to this day. And we're not even devoting a show to this, but <laughs> that's because we're not salesmen. We're real people who uh, want to share information of interest. And to us, the most important thing is putting things into action and making change happen rather than just talking about the formalities and the, uh, the, the, the amazing nature of all this. We've got some urgency driving us forward. So we have these new updates of the Ten Commandments, and two are devoted to healing. And I'm going to read the second one. This is number 10. So all of these lead to number 10, the divine principles for life. And this is by far the longest. So don't worry about this. It all comes together and fits together. And we're going to ask Creator to explain a little more what this is for. So here is Creator's words. Honor the need of others to have healing and to see their plight in part as your responsibility and obligation as a fellow human. So you are sympathetic and supportive and understanding of the importance for them to have a pathway to healing in order to make up for losses and wounds to their soul, as all will be harmed when one suffers. You are in this together and share the responsibility for one another. No one is safe until all are safe. This is the true and quite profound meaning of the unity of the human family. You can make this a practice because it is not only an idea, but a reality. Yes, that is a mouthful. (laughs) Yes, it is. But again, healing is imperative. It's super important. And we have an obligation to see others get it not just ourselves, but we are intertwined with them, interdependent, and have obligations to be involved with them. So we're part of this human family, and our safety and our future, it turns out, depends on them, not just on what we do. We kind of know this, you know, if we work together, we'll accomplish more. There's safety in numbers, all those kind of uh, conventional wisdoms about the power of joint effort. But it's true in the deepest possible way in terms of our spiritual development and our destiny. I think people can understand more easily when you compare it to, unfortunately, something like war, where no one is safe until all are safe. If you're embroiled in a war, if you're in a war zone and your country's being invaded, everybody's in peril and no one is safe until all are safe, quite literally. Yes, and we are in a war of sorts with the darkness. Yes, we are. 
There is evil. It is real. We're going to talk about that in this series of shows because our Lightworker Healing Protocol addresses the forces of evil directly because we've been taught by the divine realm the wisdom of doing this. All right. So let's follow up with this number 10. And this is a question I asked Creator about it. Can you help us better understand in what specific ways human beings belong to, quote, the unity of the human family, unquote? And what is at stake, as stated by the words, quote, no one is safe until all are safe? And here's Creator's answer. Despite the wordiness here, the meaning's quite simple. What is at stake is the entirety of your future, individually and collectively. The destiny of divine human is to ascend through higher dimensions with a corresponding expansion of individual and collective reach. The ability to experience, express, and create new things and possibilities are all contingent on overcoming the current limitations of your physical existence. This ascension can only happen when the whole of humanity is ready. That is why you are so interdependent and interlinked in a very, very real way. In a sense, you have the ticket for the journey, but the conveyance needs to be created through common effort as a group enterprise. This will happen through individual effort as well as collective efforts along the way. If each individual would do their part, This could happen very, very quickly. But with so many being out of alignment, there must be an intervention by others to give them the assistance needed to make up for the shortcomings in their way and to bring in the needed healing for them so they are not an anchor on the chain, so to speak, but can begin to contribute their own energy to the enterprise. That is the ideal to have all on an equal footing and all holding a high vibration of divine love within. This is what is missing currently. There is a love deficit, and it is expressed in many, many ways through the great variety of adverse circumstances exhibited by human negativity. Putting back the love in one respect is simple. But this can only be done when one can give and receive love fully. And very few people in today's world are free and open enough to divine love to do this readily. This is why healing is needed and why healing of others is of equal importance to healing oneself. Because while you can improve your own personal circumstances up to a point, you will still be constrained by the human physical experience as an option until all are ready to progress. It is only at that point when you can move forward and upward to the greater expansion through ascension and experience the tremendous new range of possibilities that await you in that expanded existence that will be forthcoming. This is a healing enterprise in all respects. It is no different than keeping one's physical health going, but at the same time needing to care for other things around you, perhaps a dwelling with a sound roof that needs maintenance, doorways and windows to keep the inhabitants warm and protect them from the elements, a mode of transportation in the form of an automobile 
or perhaps an animal to ride or pull a wagon that needs care and feeding and so on. These accoutrements of life have a practical importance, but it is the investment in the human capital needed by your fellow human family members where you can have the greatest impact, not only on them, but on yourself and your own future as a part of the human enterprise, because it is the group process, the group energy, the group achievement that will determine your future in the broadest sense. Well, you know, the message there is pretty doggone clear that our own individual fate is joined at the hip with the fate of humanity itself. And that we really can't separate our own destiny from that of our fellow humans. And, you know, we talked about earlier in the, um, in the show how a lot of people, you know, wish to escape their difficulties and that they, they dream of escape and, and even think that, you know, passing on to the light and, and death is even an escape. It's not. It's just a temporary respite. And then we come back, take on the battle once more. We're collectively pursuing a joint goal of ascension, but, we're, but we have to do it together. Yes, yes. And this is the big lesson that comes through when you start to look in detail at all that's going on. And especially when you're working in this realm, you know, look at the healthcare providers and what they go through, the mass need for healing in a physical way or emotional way. There's more mental illness than ever before, more people with problems, depression, anxiety, and life is not getting easier it's getting more complicated you know the technologies make some things more automatic and simple give us a greater reach and some power to manipulate things but they're complicated they're expensive there's many other uh, uh, consequences of all this so we we talked about prayer last week that it's a partnership with the divine and that's how we can do healing is to be in partnership But the more you know that is needed and how it might be helped, the more focused and powerful is the intention behind your prayer. It is the intention the divine realm follows. So here's an example of a high-level prayer request for a high-level need. I had a client get in touch with me who had done prayer work for a niece that was born with a genetic defect and was thought to be only here for a short while because this is rarely survived for any length of time. And she prayed for this child to be nourished and helped by having the nutrition from her food sent to that little baby. And I asked creator about this and with the following question, when our client prayed to have the nutritional value of her food, sent to help her infant niece who was diagnosed with failure to thrive, did it actually help? And creator answers, she is totally correct in her impression. And the reason this is so is because she was divinely impulsed with this knowing. So she was encouraged to do this in the beginning. And then in taking the recommendation to heart and implementing it, She was given encouragement all along the way that a benefit was accruing. And she acted on the impulse to keep going with her program. This has been instrumental in allowing the child to survive. And without this help from her, 
she would not have lived to her current age. Much of the improvement that has happened in the growth has resulted from the nutritional foundation supplied via these peripheral outreaches. This is a testament to the power of human consciousness to benefit another through a loving impulse. This is a premier example of the power of love within the human heart to create miracles, especially when there is a divine partnership underway, as is true here. Well, this certainly outlines the importance of prayer in conjunction with healing. And, of course, we're going to spend a lot of time over the course of the show talking about the relationship between the two. Um, but, I, you know, I have a personal saying that I've shared many times, and that is, uh, if we can't solve our problems with prayer, individually and collectively, we don't have a prayer. Because... <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you look at the problems of the world, they just seem too big for any one person to be able to solve anymore. And it's clear that we need help if, or we're going down the drain. And I, that's, that's my perception. But the good news is that there is help, but we have to ask for it. And this is what this mission is all about, is inviting people, cajoling people, imploring people to join us to ask for the help needed to, to bring the healing that we're talking about today. Yes, absolutely. This is the critical element. It's us. And it's realizing we do need divine help here. Technology isn't going to make a very large dent in things because it can't. It only sees the surface. The intricacies and the true driving force for discord within the body and within the emotions are coming from an arena outside the physical body. So right there, there's a problem. Surgery isn't going to help you. You can go looking for this, but it isn't in there. It isn't even in the person. It's in their past. It's in their history. It's in their destiny, which is in the future. And that interplay roils things up and causes the discord. But repairing it in a fundamental way is not a human level problem that can be solved. It's a divine level need and problem. And only the divine can truly solve it. This is the piece that's been missing. And this isn't to diminish anyone. This is simply coming to grips with the reality that everyone sees is taking place in front of us. Why are the cures of medicine not forthcoming? We have treatments, we have symptomatic relief through many medicinal agents. Sometimes you can use surgery to cut out the problem. If you have a faulty organ that's dispensable, you can cut it out and maybe gain some relief from the consequences of that ongoing battle. But it's not a great solution because you're diminished in the, in the process. So in the same way as this high-level prayer has focused on a problem in a, a more elegant fashion with a proposed solution, we have put together a healing protocol that's basically a series of informed high-level prayer requests. And it's based on what we have learned from the divine realm about how they do healing. 
they do it in a much more elegant way. So if someone has a tumor, they don't go in and cut the person open and carve that tumor out and then magically seal up the wound. So they wake up and they they don't see any sign that they had psychosurgery in the night. They go back in the past and undo the karmic threads that lead to that discord manifesting in the body as cancer. And the tumor will disappear because it becomes uncreated. This is a miracle that's been witnessed many, many times without a full understanding of what really took place. It's often the answer to a prayer and a consequence of divine healing. So this is why if you know something about what's needed, you can do a better job in making a healing request. So this client who had a diagnosis knew the baby in the family had a genetic defect causing failure to thrive. She reached out to the divine through a kind of an inner clue given to her. And again, this is an example of the Almighty speaking to someone. This happens a lot. People just don't realize it because it's very subtle. So she got the suggestion, you know, if you offer some of your nutrition to be used by that baby and ask the divine to do that, it can make a difference. And she did. And she did this for years on faith. So her high level of belief and having an elegant solution for a need she was aware of is what made the difference. Carl, we're coming up on a break. Um, I just want to let people know that uh, you can get the 10 Divine Principles for Healing, the Creator Speaks ebook that we're offering. You can get it at getwisdom.com slash 10, T-E-N. That's getwisdom.com slash 10. It's a free ebook. It's always free, but we do ask that you sign up to be our participant member, which brings you lots of other benefits as well. Also always free. We're going to be back uh, very briefly, and we're going to be talking in the next, the last segment about the Lightworker Healing Protocol and details surrounding that. So be sure to come on back because we'll also give you some details about how to get involved with that as well. See you after the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. 
Something Beautiful is happening on Mondays here each week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium, along with her holy team, The Collective, when they'll share messages that guide you, heal you, and remind you that you are divine. Rachel loves introducing people to their own angels, and now she is here each week to do just that and so much more. Catch the show, You Are Divine, every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Get Wisdom. I'm Brian here with Carl. And we were talking about the need for healing in the previous couple sections along with, the pr- with prayer and how important that is in conjunction with that. And with that, we're going to introduce you to the Lightworker Healing Protocol. Carl brought it off just before the, uh, the last segment ended. And we're going to do a further, deeper treatment of that. Go ahead, Carl. All right. So we have spent years building this comprehensive healing tool, and we call it the Lightworker Healing Protocol to give it something to set it out from other modalities of healing and help and to make it, you know, a little more road ready and acceptable to a broad array of people because this isn't tied to religious dogma, not any particular religious practice or faith group. It, it is meant for everyone. And this is one of the problems currently in society, that there's so many different factions and some are at war with one another. And it's part of the human dilemma also. And we want to be more generic. That's why I talk about creator rather than use the G word so much for the almighty, because the Muslims want to hear Allah. And if you only talk about God, it, it starts to feel uh, improper to them. So we respect that. We understand it. And we're very ecumenical in our intentions here. We want to reach across those divisions and help unify all people of faith because it's imperative that we do so. And it's part of what we were just talking about, that this is the unity of the human family that's at stake here. We have to make it work. So we need to bridge the gaps. So let's let Creator describe this protocol. I asked Creator, can you summarize the Lightworker Healing Protocol and describe for us the importance of the approach to healing it takes compared to mainstream perspectives for overcoming human problems, whether mental, emotional, physical, or spiritual. And this is what Creator said. The Lightworker Healing Protocol is a true human-divine collaboration on all levels. It was initiated by you and supported by us. You have added to it many times by virtue of your diligence in exploring unmet needs still, and to understand more deeply the nuances of what takes place when things are in disarray and need healing to set them right. 
the dynamics of what takes place, the involvement of energy, and in particular, the driving forces of karma it addresses, are all quite important to human enlightenment and depth of understanding. So this is a very important eventuality, and we certainly appreciate your diligence in bringing about the depth of understanding that is accumulated through years of effort to chip away at all aspects of human need and understand more fully what is missing and why. The ability to gain great wisdom about the divine realm in the process is not just a bonus and a bargain, but is part of the divine realm but as part of the collaboration that ensues when people are in earnest to embrace the divine and want to have us as a part of things in a direct way, to interact, to share, and to teach about the things humans lack the understanding of but still need to know. This is the essence of the human-divine collaboration in action used for a high purpose. The fruit of this enterprise of information sharing is the Lightworker Healing Protocol as a very careful step-by-step process of addressing every potential source of negativity that can befall a human being in terms of major categories. That is a sufficient level of detail to request high-level and specific assistance to bring things back into alignment and good order once and for all. This will eliminate illness. It will eliminate much negativity, many emotional struggles, and impairments. This is, in many ways, a righting of wrongs, of restoring an equilibrium to souls that are battered by interloper mischief to drag them down and diminish them, and to even rob them of their ingenuity and creativity. For those simply subjugated and constrained, the awakening of their creative awareness of what is possible in order to see what is missing and to understand the nature of those living among them will help guide intelligent decisions about how to address the opportunities here on an individual basis. All have a stake in this, for all have healing needs, whether they realize this or not. The many centuries of lifetimes building up inner karmic disorder and disarray need to be set right. This will only come with deep inner healing, and this must be worked on through the subconscious level. The tools are now available for this for the first time in a cogent, convenient way. The Lightworker Healing Protocol represents a streamlined, practical, and accessible tool that anyone can use who has faith in the divine and wants to make a difference in their life or the lives of others through high-level, informed, and detailed requests to the divine realm to have the loved one raised up and improved in whatever way brings the greatest benefit. This will deal with illness, whether physical, emotional, or a kind of spiritual dilemma. As such, it capitalizes on the great knowledge of the divine in the understanding of what has gone wrong and what is needed to restore smooth function. Humans lack an understanding beyond the most superficial level of where problems truly come from and how to set them right. This knowledge needs to be taught, and that is another function you will be doing. 
In the meantime, working on a case-by-case basis allows the first of the stepping stones to be formed. There's a lot there, Carl. That's for darn sure. Um, I think the important element is the fact that there's, there is a lot there, but that lot has come together in response to your diligence of putting this together step by step. And Creator, in, in the, what you have just shared, uh, indicated that it's a, it's a t- partnership that the Lightworker Healing Protocol came about. It was your effort combined with the response from the divine that brought this new paradigm into being a tool that is now available for the very first time, as we just heard. Yes, and, and that is the key to living and the purpose of life. It's for us to make our way. It's for us to lead ourselves along and control and run our own lives. We can reach out to the divine for assistance and support, and we should. It's who we are. We're an extension of the divine, after all. Many would see that as blasphemy, but I assure you it is true. We've talked about this in the other programs so far. And to make a divine outreach really work and be effective, you do need two things. You need a full and total belief in the divine. Not everyone can do that. Sorry, but this can be cultivated. And you need to believe in yourself. That's an even harder thing for many people. We're, we're easy. Um, we readily beat up on ourselves about our shortcomings and our failings. We take them to heart, take them too seriously often. And we usually have plenty of people around us to run us down if we can't do a good enough job ourselves. So this is the, the human dilemma in action. So you can get help. You can get help from the divine. But you can also get help from people who have moved along this path and are a bit ahead of you. So if you come to us and ask for healing sessions with this protocol, for example, you can take advantage of our rock-solid belief in the divine and the experience base and the expertise. Because the more you understand about your problem and how it might be repaired, the more complete an answer you can be given by the divine realm. So that's the lesson from this earlier prayer dilemma that we talked about with this woman that wanted to help her failure to thrive infant niece. It wasn't just, you know, God help my niece stay going and help her overcome this. It was providing a solution that fit the problem. In a partnership, getting divine ingenuity, yes, but that is what made the difference, not just a prayer, you know, help, help, help my knees. Right. There's nothing wrong with doing that, but it's a weak outreach. So this protocol, by having defined all the categories of discord that can come along, will be enough to empower the divine realm to bring in a powerful answer and begin to peel away these karmic layers So they can work across time domains. They can change the makeup of the DNA within a person because karma works through the body. It does affect the genome and all of the physiology. You know, this is not imaginary. It is real. It is part of the physical realm and it's in its manifestation. So you need physical solutions, but you can do it through the divine. 
they do it much better than we do. So this this notion of partnership with the divine is something that a lot of people probably haven't given a lot of deep thought to. Um, what is the point of this partnership? You know, there's a reason that the show was entitled Get Wisdom, and we're learning more and more from Creator, and it's even talked about in this 10 Divine Principles for, for Living book that you can get at getwisdom.com slash 10, that really the, accumu- the, the, the accumulation of wisdom, the gathering of wisdom, the development of wisdom within yourself and within the collective humanity is one of the primary goals. And the need for healing occurs because we get bogged down and perhaps are not able to stay on that path effectively. And that's why we need help. Yes, yes. We bog ourselves down readily and all of life is kind of poised to do that. The the negativity that you see in the media, focusing on the problems, the discord, the clashes of ideology, perspectives, the the wrongdoers, and all of the drama and all of the shock and trauma that happened through life events, it serves the darkness in a way by disempowering, disenchanting, discouraging, and disheartening all of us if we let it. So we don't have to let it be the ruling determinant of our fate and our future. We can raise ourselves up through the help of the divine if we ask for that to happen. So you can pray for anything. And so this this whole program has been focused on the wisdom in praying for healing and doing it in the most powerful way you can because there's a lot that needs doing. Yes, and things, things that are in your kit bag there that may not have started rumbling in this life will surely rumble in another life and burst on the scene. And you'll have your innings, even if you have a charmed existence this time around. So and it's the ability to learn prayer, a detailed prayer, how to pray effectively, what we talked about last week in conjunction with healing, what we're talking about this week, can be the answer to your own dilemma. But the wonderful thing is that as you heal yourself, you can use prayer and healing outreach to help other people with their own dilemma. And this is how we can raise all of humanity up. It's highly critical. Yes. And the key about this protocol is it can be done for anyone anywhere. It's remote. We don't have to work with the person directly. They don't have to be on the phone. They can be anywhere in the world. And they don't have to give conscious consent or permission. And the reason is we go through creator. And creator will negotiate with the higher self of the target to receive it. We've got less than one minute left. so I I understand. So (laughs) creator will negotiate with the higher self of the recipient for permission. So it is ethical to do. It is always ethical to pray for someone. No one is ever taught that you can't pray for someone. And that's basically what this is. It's just more highly detailed, more comprehensive in its scope. And it is ethical, and it brings powerful divine help for anyone that you choose to have included. And one of the beautiful things is for the practitioners is you have healing brought to yourself each time you use the protocol. It's built in. And so why not? We need the practitioners desperately to improve the lot of humanity. So we're teaching people to use this, and you can get training on our website. 
and our website is getwisdom.com. Uh, you can get the, you can see the training information on the homepage. You can download a book that will give you all the details on that. And be sure to get our 10 Principles for Divine Living uh, at getwisdom.com slash 10, T-E-N. That's getwisdom.com slash 10. Uh, we're coming back next week with yet another show. Real quickly, Carl, what's next show, next week's show on? We're going to talk about the true source of evil in the world. It's going to be quite a ride. It'll be fun and enlightening, and it'll open eyes, I think, because there is a lot going on people never see and never understand that is really a driving force for the we'll things that go wrong. come back next week and be sure to take all that in. I'm Brian, and I'm with, with Carl. Thank you for joining us today, and we'll look at you next week. Thanks, everyone, for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 